0: Okay, so uh, once we have traveled back to the Wild West, which is probably in space this time. And uh, one of the big things in the Western genre is duels and shootouts. So my question is, if you had to have a duel with another person, what weapon would you want to bring to that duel? The two of you have the same weapon. Word, words. Hmm. That's... Okay. Is there a weapon that you think show your working? Is there a weapon that you think that you could wield better than the average person? Um, I mean, I'm a pretty good shot with a gun, but
1: what bothers me about that is like that's not a fight. Like that's like one of us is gonna die. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so I mean, I right. don't know. Um, I've always wanted to be good at like fencing, like sword fighting, but I I I'm not trained. So I mean, <laughs> that probably wouldn't go well either. Uh. Mm-hmm. I think I would probably handle myself pretty okay in, like, a straight-up fist fight, but not against somebody who's, like, a professional fighter.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. It's assuming the same person is of okay experience. Yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was thinking about it, and, uh, I don't know, back in my, like, Cub Scout days, I was okay with at archery. Not so much like BB gun shots and all that, but archery not bad, and you can probably avoid arrows as easily as you fire them. So we never got to archery uh,
2: when I was in Cub Scouts. All we did was uh, was just like well, we made pinewood derby
0: cars and played dodgeball. I think you gotta go to camp for that. Is Hmm. dodgeball your choice, Andrew? Andrew, do you have any possible choice? Um,
2: gosh, I. You know what. My weapon is is uh the swift sword of pacifism. <laughs> how about how about like that
1: uh thing where it's like the giant U-tip? Yeah, out-piece me. <laughs> oh like the American ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or like the, the giant just the Oh that's pretty
0: That's good and that's safe too. Yeah. You can you can win a duel and you both walk out okay. You can mess someone up with that
1: thing, but like no one goes to the hospital. For a second I thought you were gonna say rap battle.
0: Oh, what about what about sock and boppers? Also, good. Those are sock deadly actually boppers, oh, I'm pretty sure those Sock are bad. and
1: no. boppers Make your kids punch each other really hard Sock and buck <laughs> It's okay we're increasing the surface area So it's fine <laughs> Dude it's like yeah. yeah like they They're not but they're like they're not pillows They're not filled with softness Like there's impact No they are hard There's impact behind those things
0: <laughs> Oh man
2: Adam what weapon uh, would you
0: choose yeah, you for dual uh like i said ar- archery probably bow and arrow I-, I feel like i got i got well, enough enough length like like not like like well, i mean
2: like again though what if you put a sock and bopper on the end of an arrow like like <clears throat> uh the the arrow man from the i feel show like the arrow, i man. feel
1: like that's a similar problem to the gun thing where it's like yeah i mean like that could be cool but like you it's very likely that one of you will die
0: <laughs> yes, that 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 is a duel to the death. <laughs> uh, but in retrospect, now that we've re- taken that cr- criteria out, I'll go with the giant giant sumo suits. Oh yeah,
2: mm. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you would be good at that because you're like very very skinny.
0: Yeah, I I, so, I have more room to maneuver. Either that or absorbing. If we could absorb one another.
2: Oh man. Yeah, because they're absorbing it. Like by default, you will absorb less of it. By having less surface area to your body, you got it. So, like, this is just engineering. Uh,
1: what that that's let's end this by saying, if the three of us were gonna get into a fight, what what kind of fight would it have to be for it to be the most fair? Well, we picked our weapons already. <laughs> no, but that's not fair because okay. like Adam, Adam can just suit. kill Adam both has a of Sudo us.
2: Suit. <laughs> You have words. I have uh I have sock and boppers. You,
1: no,
0: you Let's chose pacifism. <laughs> oh right. He'd probably wouldn't he'd probably live in the end then if it was a one v one v one. Guys, these are the weapons that we need to do when
2: we eventually fight Theo which is still <laughs> on, by the way.
0: Welcome back to JonerBots, the group writing machine. We're heading out on the old trail, and that trail's going away from this planet. I'm Adam. I'm Vic. And I'm Andrew.
2: And Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, my luck.
1: I don't know what that was,
2: but... (laughs) You are not... I know it started
0: with a, a Serenity reference and it it continued with serenity references.
1: Yeah, do you not remember it what happened after it that just, scene? It just it just kind of sounded like nonsense to me like this
0: is this is a space I'll western better fighting sounds. <laughs> well, we're in space this time as cowboys. Movies like this are it's look, a western. Look, you don't need stars. an explanation, just go listen yeah. to the song
1: by In Sync from the 90s called Space Cowboy. It was written for a movie that was called space cowboys. It explains everything. They're cowboys
0: in space.
2: Lovely. I did not have an intro song for this.
1: (laughs) Now you do. There you go. You're welcome. You're all set, man.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Which is funny because we're deciding this after the audience has heard it.
1: All right, Andrew. Andrew, can (laughs) you (laughs) use the Firefly
2: theme like three times? Andrew, can you promise me
1: that you will listen to the entire song before you use it in the intro? Sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
2: I'll take out all the bad words. No, Is that's
0: that... that's not why. It's it's in sync, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like the the PG <sighs> Western.
1: Uh...
2: You know, every little thing I do never seems enough for you.
0: <laughs> all right, tell us tell us about space westerns, Adam. They're kind of like this uh this that's definitely a subgenre of the westerns, and they're kind of the neighbor of the space opera, except instead of uh it's a little less epic in scope more kind of focused and it's all about this pulpy concept of you know those cowboys with like their their horses and their and their uh pistols what if it was um what if they were space cowboys and they rode rockets and they had lasers guns uh there there's a few famous uh probably the you know the prime example was the show Firefly and the in the following sequel movie Serenity and all the comics yeah all the uh comics in that in that, that family. Uh, but there's also, um, some other, there's a lot of, uh, and depression. Depression is also an important part of the
2: Firefly media franchise.
0: Right? Yeah. There's uh there's some video games that fall in this category, like, uh, Starcraft and Borderlands. There's also, uh, if you count, um, the p- earlier part of a new hope where they're on Tatooine, that's pretty much a space Western. Kind of. Yeah. Cantina scene <laughs> stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Star Wars has, we talked about this uh, when we thought that space western and space opera were synonymous before we decided that in our genre dictionary they're not. Uh, Star Wars has sprinklings of western stuff, but it can't be
0: called a western, fairly. That's because Star Wars has sprinklings of, like, a lot of stuff, too. There's Japanese culture and uh, other things.
2: Well, there's a sprinkling of Japanese culture in westerns, too, like the Magnificent Seven and Seven Samurai.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. It's weird how um, there's those uh, kind of cultural touchstones and stories that are told many times over and from different points of view.
2: This is. Well, in a way, that's the main point of a space, uh, space western is like the kind of archetype of a uh, lone gunslinger and like bringing law to a lawless land. That is universal,
0: regardless of setting. Yeah, so it can totally happen in space. <laughs> Any other uh, examples or things that you guys thought of that I didn't? Or is that
1: about covers it? That about covers it. I always, I don't know. For me, I don't always think of movies in regard to this. I kind of just think of it as a concept because it just kind of makes sense. It almost, it also just kind of sounds like the kind of thing that it's easy for you to imagine when you're a kid. Just like, yeah, man, cowboys, but like in space, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Cowboys and aliens. Uh, I would say that's a weird Western. Yeah, that's a
0: weird Western.
1: Because...
2: uh it's on the week it's on the T V tropes page under Space Western. Well,
0: they also threw in Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Uh, same
0: thing as Star Wars, a little bit, maybe. Uh, it's the type of thing where I want to kinda of draw the line between that and Space Opera if we're doing two different episodes. Which, there could be, hey, there can be
1: elements we're... of things in other things, but that doesn't make it that thing. Like you know, like Star Wars is yeah, not a Space Western, but it has some scenes that are kind of like one. You know?
0: Yeah, they mm-hmm. Uh, and, but yeah, it, the way I'd put it, the way, the best way I'd put it is that if the aliens come to us, it's a weird Western. If we go to the aliens, it's a space, uh, Western.
2: Although very, very famously Firefly does not
1: have aliens.
0: Uh, no, you're right. I actually kind of, I, I've always found very... that kind
1: of fascinating about Fireflies where they say like, yeah, someday we'll be able to go and colonize other planets, but there may not be any other life.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, like we're not going that far yet, and that kind of helps keep it more grounded. Like imagine if just like Wash had like a tentacle face and was like, blah,
0: blah, blah. "What are you going to do <laughs> with me?" Yeah, so uh well, let's see how that how that goes for us as we get into character time. My character has a tentacle face. Okay. Victor, do you know what character time is when we we each introduce to each other a character that the other two don't know about? So why don't you do uh, do it do that first? Oh. Tell us your character. Me first. All right. Um,
1: okay. Uh, so my character's name, and I put a lot of thought into this, guys. I worked like pretty hard. You know, we took that little.
0: Uh, oh, we, hang on. Can, can I guess? So we, we took
1: that. We we took that little break. You know, I really wanted to. You know, just jump back in with both feet. You know.
0: It's it's Chuck Hodgers.
1: No, no. No, it's not. It's it's way more nuanced than that. Like this is like I I it's took a lot of inspiration notes. from a lot of different places and uh, tried to really Dash just uh, All right, so here we go. Um so my my character's name is Killy the Splid. <laughs> 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 he's <laughs> He's a Hold on, hold on. He's a notorious outlaw from a sector of space called the Refra Sector. He's a species of humanoid that kind of, sort of, resembles a human child, but they actually live to be around 600 years old. So, you know, it's very racist of you to call him a child when he's actually probably somewhere in the vicinity of 400 years old. Uh, He's wanted in over 30 systems and has been at large for no less than 25 years now. And he carries these two pistols that, you know, to an ordinary, you know, close-minded human might look like revolvers, but they're actually called phantom pistols. And uh, he runs with a band of space
0: bandits that kill and pillage at random out there in in the big old yonder. Mm. So there you go. That's a good name for the for space in this universe. The good, the big old yonder. (laughs) I'll write that down. (laughs) And. I think you sold yourself short. The split is an is an excellent name.
2: <laughs> is that the yeah, species yeah.
1: name?
0: Yeah, no, that's actually it. Like his
1: name's actually Killy, and like Split is his species. So he's Killy the Split.
0: Oh wait, I just realized what it was. I see. Ha ha.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're just kidding. Really? <laughs>
0: I thought you just called him like Killy, as in a, a funny, a, fun, a funny like murderer name.
1: I mean, yeah, but also the reference.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's even better. That's probably my favorite name of yours, <laughs> maybe ever. I, I I thought you would like it. <laughs> well, you thought right. Okay, uh, I'll go next. After Andrew, Andrew, go ahead. Oh, oh, I right. got you. Yeah, that's a call, a quick draw, I think.
2: (laughs) Alright, my character is named Mala Haley. Mala Haley. M-A-L-A, the word Haley, like a name. Uh, She is about 20, 30-ish old. Like a number of years old, that is normal. Uh, She's Got red hair and a face that won't stop being a face. I don't know. I felt bad about making fun of Adam's uh, meme about the 18-year-old Asian girls (laughs) last week. And so I was like, you know what, Andrew, that was mean of you. All of your protagonists are going
0: to be redheads now. Okay, fine. I'm just happy when you said her face wasn't like tentacles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh no, 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 no! She's a human, and she is a no-nonsense gunslinger, uh, and
1: the daughter of a preacher man.
2: <laughs> are we starting over? All right.
1: <laughs> are we are we start, Are we starting what? the Reverend no. Town over so we can ramp up to you know uh, the Reverenders to uh, age, age of <laughs> Yes, but they're all secondary. They're all secondary characters. They're all in space. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think this is a weird standard that we've set. Now they have to be like otherworldly. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: Neat. Uh, She might be like in a. She might be working as part of like a Firefly type crew. Uh, She might not be. I don't know.
0: We'll see. Who knows? Adaptable. Neat. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I kind of. All right. My character's name is uh is Hallie Garrett. Okay, it's a good thing I switched that uh first and last
2: name around like two seconds ago because we almost had the same first name. Uh, yeah. Hallie and Haley are
0: slightly it, different. It it was they're basically come yeah. on. So uh Hallie Garrett is well honestly I, I put her like, you know, like mid twenties as well. Probably twenty four, I guess. And she is the older sister of uh of a few uh, a few a few uh a few kids. That's weird. How I, I said that. Uh, basically, uh, she is a farm owner. She owns a farm. Uh, it used to belong to her, her parents. Her mother had it for a while, but she got sick, and now she kind of took over as uh, as family head. All right. Taking care of uh, her, her, her brother and sister, whose names are uh, Noelle and Joe. Not the genders you would think. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, how is Noel a guy's name? It's a guy's name. I'll believe
1: that before Noel? I believe
0: Joe being a girl. Uh, you, you drop the you drop the without e.
1: the yeah with,
2: exactly.
0: Okay. And you had a W and Noel Noel, make him over Noel. It depends. Oh, he probably is like it's Noel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But basically, that's it. She had uh, once upon a time. She had dreams of kind of seeing the great beyond. <laughs> what are we calling it the, the big old yonder the, the great
2: big yeah. the great big uh square dance in the sky or whatever yeah
0: the, the big old yonder up up and up there <laughs> uh but uh but things kind of got real with her family and she had to kind of stay put she she uh became a little tethered and she's putting up with it for now but i don't know she's still kind of in the back of her head she wants the she's got that dream
1: yeah you know every now and then she blasts wombat uh with her uh t-16
0: Swamp rats. She doesn't. Yeah, there's no swamp rats in the, this wild western territory uh, yet. Wild, like, wild west. I thought you it said it's, it's swamp or no, we don't swamp rats. That's it. To be fair, that's completely
2: not a real word. <laughs> no, but I think you know if you're gonna quote something.
0: I wonder if they're if that's like a the slang term for them because they like when you shoot them they hear a womp sound. Wow. What if, like, the what if they're sentient
2: and they're like trying to take that word back?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then I guess uh, now that we have three characters, it's time to put them in a story. Story time. Story time. Story time. We're gonna make a three act story with (laughs) these three buckaroos. (laughs) We have two very similar characters, and one that's a split.
1: Uh, Um, I would say that. Uh, Well, I was going to say you got these two characters that look like they'd be very compatible, and then a guy that very conveniently can play the antagonist.
2: Okay, you know, here's my idea. Let's say that in this universe, uh, there haven't been any aliens, and uh, Split is the first one to show up.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Like, he's kind of the, he's an outlier in our characters. Maybe he can be an outlier in our universe.
1: Uh, so you're saying this is like
2: first contact? Yeah, yeah. Not like the movie First Contact,
1: but like literally like like that's a term. So like, yeah. Um, I mean, we could we Um. could go that route, but I feel like that's going to limit us. Unless it's like first act, they get pulled into space immediately, and it's like we got to do space stuff. So like, get used to
0: it. Mm. Uh, yeah. That. Hmm. Well, it's tough because uh. That is it. Once again, we're drawing the line between the, where the weird western ends and weird space western starts. It's here's the thing.
2: This is like in a late era western. Like this is about kind of like the taming of the west. Except it's like the split is kind of making contact. So they're sort of like uh, it's kind of like taming the west in a sense that they're this space western universe is about to become a space opera universe. And the aliens coming down kind of represents, you know, the
0: settling. Well, I, I don't know, I, as it were. Like I said, I, I think it's right now that you're pitching kind of a weird Westy type thing where, oh, aliens drop down in a regular Western world. But I think I want the regular Western world to have that kind of uh, technology edge to it already. Right. I'm saying that- I've got.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm saying that the Western world is already, like, it's already, like, a Firefly thing on
0: different planets. Like, this movie is going to be Aliens Come to oh, Firefly Oh, okay, town. you're saying Firefly's already happening, and now Aliens, you, happen.
1: Yeah, basically. Uh, okay, that's better, because I, I was going to say, like, um, first of all, my opinion on the whole, like, what's the difference, is that, is really just location. Like, oh, yeah? Like weird, like weird West is aliens come to the old West. Space cowboys is cowboys go to space. Like it's basically, that's it. Right. But, yeah. um, but for that, but like to solve the issue of like, uh, you know, how do we keep this space Western? Um, that's not a bad solution is say that like, well, there's already this whole thing like Firefly, but then aliens show up and that kind of changes things. Um, yeah. Okay. So, like, right. Killy can have a whole crew of, like, other, like, alien dudes that look all weird. Like, I imagine there being, like, a, a dude with, like, a squid face that holds, like, little like little guns in, like, five different tendrils. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty neat. Uh, but aren't we taking uh, a... Are aren't we starting with just a crew of people? Crew of humans? And the... F- is Spliz the first alien, or are we doing just all aliens to begin with?
1: Um, well, to um, begin with, I would say it's whatever is going on with uh, Halley and Mala. But, like, when mm-hmm. Killy the split shows up, he's the one that brings all this weirdness. So he can have a, a, a posse of Oh, you're, of, of you're talking like about other... his crew. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, one guy that's got all the, a bunch of guns for different tentacles. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, what are some other crewmates of his?
1: Uh okay, first of all, let me write that down. Tentacle face gun guy. Uh I'll name him later. <laughs> I'm picturing just like a, I'm picturing just like in a lithid. Uh how about how about guns. like a uh <laughs> how how about like um oh man, let's see. Uh like a guy who um has like a giant like bionic arm that can have like a Mega man, a Mega Man kind of gun, but then like he's Got like, like pathetic little like insect legs, so he's only like four feet tall. <laughs>
0: that's that's fun, yeah. Uh, uh let's see, Andrew, Andrew got anything? I I want um, I want to uh, just in my mind I'm thinking of a a kind of a type of alien that's uh that's very uh, horse like, very horse bodied.
2: Oh, oh, like uh, like the Andalites from Anamorphs.
0: And it so, so like a centaur, it yeah, like a centaur's sort of setup. And the fact is that like people would ride him, but he'd like not be happy about it.
2: <laughs> no, that seems like something that centaurs are all about. So like a, all right, so a centaur guy. I'll write that down. Yeah, an alien centaur dude. Uh how many do we have? We have tentacle face, we have centaur. Probably dude. one or two We've more. Got
0: Killy. Well uh, yeah, you're free to throw one at Andrew. Um, you're due for one.
1: Okay, I want something that looks very much how about something asymmetrical for some reason. So like a guy that has a giant crab arm and then like one of those like tiny little pincher crab arms? Well No, you... no, I'm thinking like uh the
2: basic like body plan of the phylum of whatever planet he's from is like not symmetrical in any way, shape, or form. You know what?
1: Spring shape. It's shaped like a spring. What if... He's like... (laughs) Alright, I'll do spring guy, which I don't even... I'll have to... We'll have to expand on that later. What if there's a guy who wears, like, an overcoat, and, like, his silhouette looks like some kind of outlaw dude with the coat and, like, the cowboy hat, but it turns out, like, he lifts his arm and, like, where his hand should be is actually, like, his head and face. And... And oh, like yeah. his, like he holds his gun in like his left foot, because <laughs> that's his hand. Like his, yeah. other, like the other arm is actually <laughs> his tail. Like you know, like he just his anatomy is just totally against the way we perceive it. <laughs> uh, that's fun, yeah.
0: Gonna I, I think call a, him,
1: I'm going to call him mismatched limbs guy. <laughs>
2: So like his head is on his right hand and his head is like, uh, let's just say that's like a fat deposit, like a Gila monster tail. And then like the other hand is a foot and like the right foot is a hand.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. I don't know. He's like a, he's like a gymnastic, in a gymnastic pose always. Yeah. (laughs) They, they call him starfish. Hmm. And they mean like they mean like starfish.
1: Yeah, because he's <laughs> like from not, he's not, actually like not
0: starfish like a, like a fish from the stars.
1: He's actually he's actually from a water planet,
0: <laughs> where it's okay to be that way. <laughs> can, can part of that? Can Damn. part of that weird? Can the, can the head part of that silhouette be like a shell that he crawls into?
1: Oh man, that's weird. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. So, I'm
0: sorry that I got oh, weird all
1: of a sudden. Yeah, but like, because like <laughs> there's way more body than head. Oh,
2: oh, you know what? The class name for sea stars is So Nuh-uh. So, what it, he, yeah, so he should be from an asteroid belt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh,
2: yeah. It makes sense. Or- Aster means star.
1: Starfish. Got it. That's pretty cool. All right, so nice. we've got we've got Killy the Split and his crew of uh, very off-putting alien dudes.
0: Uh, well, speaking of uh, asteroid belts, I, I want to just kind of really quick look at the solar system type thing that we're dealing with here. Okay. Uh, I was thinking something kind of like how the United States was formed, as in like all right, maybe like a few key main center planets, <clears throat> and then like some kind of frontier outlander planets that people eventually travel to, and that's hmm. all we need to say.
2: That's also how the Alliance was formed.
0: Yeah, well, history has similar roots. Unless you'd rather those like, frontier planets are just... It's a big old fat asteroid belt. And so they live on these little <laughs> tiny worlds.
2: What if there's, like, kind of a situation where... Like, uh, some of the planets are much smaller? Like... Then, like, the core worlds and, like, the bigger ones towards the center were
0: formed first. Oh, wait. I, I think I got it. Yeah, uh, maybe there's some big center planets. And then the frontier spaces are a bunch of, like, moons on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, there
2: Because he- that also kind of reinforces, like, a hierarchy. Like, you orbit us. <laughs> right,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's... I-, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, um, our characters... Uh, I guess we'll start with um, with Halley. Uh, she'll beat like her farm is on one of these frontier moons <clears throat> and may- maybe she her plot's like like a big quarter of the the moon <laughs> that the land that she's responsible for that could work
2: mm. yeah and it's like not a large it's not as large as like our moon
0: no no it's kind of a, a more Marsy moon
2: oh okay oh so like a so like a captured asteroid type deal
0: is aren't all moons ca- captured asteroids no, uh, some of the theories
2: surrounding the origin of our moon, I'm not sure 100% how confirmed this is, but uh, in primordial times, there was a planet called Thea, the size of Mars, that smashed into Earth, and like, a chunk of it kind of flew off and turned into our moon.
0: Okay, uh, so, yeah, maybe kind of small planets slash captured asteroids is what the moons are are shaped like. Yeah, Alright, that's pretty good. So, uh, yeah. uh, So, Hallie starts off as a farm girl and, uh, there's a very easy Luke path that we could go with this. Why don't we see... Well, I guess the difference is that she has a family that she's responsible for. Luke was, like, the youngest of of his lot.
2: Yeah, and also the family is, like, children. Yeah. So, I don't know about burning kids.
0: No, I, I...
2: it's not my favorite thing. to I do. don't want
0: to do that scenario of uh, oh no, her her <coughs> younger siblings die, and then she has to go on without them. I think if somehow they could, you could tie them all together, and like they have to all flee the farm at once. Like that'd be sweet. <sighs> I mean, um,
2: that would be a little like okay. Now we're gonna have to flesh out these kids. Oh. Like or do they form a spaceship crew do they each have like a unique skill that they bring
0: probably not they i just imagine they're they're not the 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 Baudelaire orphans <laughs> i don't know i'm picturing like some kind of uh like goonies
2: or like a stranger things or like a uh...
0: although uh, for some reason uh, they do almost follow the the <laughs> the format of the Baudelaire orphans <laughs> yeah the, uh, the oldest one's the, a lady who is the responsible one and, uh, I, maybe Joe, uh, uses her one tooth to do clever things with it. That series is a little weird. It's,
2: that
1: series is a it, lot. It's weird. a lot of
0: weird. It gets weirder as they go. Victor, what's up? What, what are you thinking about this, uh, this world?
1: Um, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with, I'm cool with like generally what you guys are saying. I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm just in a listening mood. Um.
0: That's fine. Hey, uh, uh Mala, uh, I I definitely think that she's easily the. Is I'm, I'm saying that right, Mala? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's a really easy way to tie her into to have Hallie, as in like, oh, she's her friend that visits the the farm farm every now and then. Maybe she's where she gets her outside information from, or maybe she's part of a sure. Yeah. But we can also say that she's part of a crew, and that. Ooh. Oh no! I got an idea. Yeah. We Han Solo it. We've already got
2: a
1: lot of people. Let's Han Solo her. Let's say she has a Chewbacca. Unknown to Speed, Racer X is actually Speed's long-lost brother, Rex, who ran away from home long ago. Sorry, that was an what, old what reference.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, You're just uh, like,
1: oh, she visits from time to time, and for some reason I immediately thought of Racer X from Speed
0: Racer. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I, I, oh, that's what I, that's Honestly, funny. I don't know if I want to just, like, we're already leaning pretty heavy into Star Wars Maybe we don't need a Chewbacca.
1: No, we don't. I, I like the idea of Okay. I, I think that it's an interesting hook here because the fact that I didn't re- even realize I was doing this, but the fact that Killy the split looks like a human child but isn't is actually like oh. like a perfect like comedic moment for them realizing like, oh, there are other species, you know, like and it, I feel like this is kinda gonna have a tongue in cheek kind of comedic tone to it.
0: You you basically pitched like a like a Rick and Morty style like alien monster alien yeah. creature I should say
1: yeah so like that could be a a fun thing where like um you know they they end up discovering all this stuff so like so so I don't know if there's there needs to be anything really that weird um, there can be all kinds of sci-fi like like steampunk kind of stuff or I guess it would be kind of like
0: yeah you know, uh, was... I had a pre- I had a pretty uh, interesting idea uh, what what if uh, whatever, um, Killy and like his alien crew, whatever they do to enter the universe, it's kind of, you know how we mentioned <clears throat> that these moons are captured asteroids. What if in this process, they're mm-hmm. kind of, um, they have like a big kind of ship type thing that comes by maybe it's got a gravitational pull of its own and maybe it takes their farm moon planet away from the system.
1: <laughs> I was actually, as you were
0: talking, oh, oh, I was actually thinking that I was like, what if they just try oh, yeah. to take the moon?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that could be Is- a whole thing. <laughs>
0: The hook of the story is they're trying see... to get their, their moon farm back.
2: Yeah, imagine what that would look like from the moon, though. Like you would see like the sun just going away really fast. Yeah, you'd
0: be like spiraling and it'd be disorienting. It would be day and night, like the
2: Lonely Stunner seems to free his mind at night at, at at night.
1: Oh man, I just realized I have something right here on my desk that would have helped me come up with these aliens. Uh, what is it? It's a little it's a little manual it's... called The Legion of Regrettable Supervillains. It's, like, in all the history of comics, all the really, like, bad, like, one-issue ideas for, like, dumb supervillains.
2: Like, oh, did that come in a loop? Yeah, rate? it did. <laughs> I-, I saw that at that, their critical role on that their geek and sundry. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a taste. Give us a taste of, like, one of these regrettable
1: supervillains. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I mean,
0: <clears throat> Calendar um, Man's
1: probably in there, right? <laughs> yeah. I-, I, just, uh, I just opened up to a page of a guy called Bloor. Blore is a weird looking frogman, and it says, he has a quote here. It says, I am Blore, dictator of Uranus. Take me to your ruler. Uh, he was the enemy of Power Nelson, the future man. Uh, he, he, de- he debuted in 1940, and it says, Reason for the snickering. He keeps saying he's the dictator of Uranus. I yeah. think um, I think that's just his whole bit is that he keeps claiming to be the boss of the
0: Power Nelson sounds like he belongs this is in a in a, like a in a similar in a companion book. Power
2: Nelson sounds like that is already a wrestling move. I don't even need to say it sounds like one. I'm pretty sure it already is. Let's see if yeah. I can find one more
1: funny one. Uh, oh my god! No, Animal, vegetable, mineral, man. Uh, he, he requires. Uh, He's no shaped like a food pyramid.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. All right. So, uh, yeah. Um, now uh, you were saying earlier that perhaps um, Mala could have a crew of her own. Well, uh, here let, let's uh, let's kind of piece. Let's go through this step by step. Halley lives on a far moon, and these aliens come to the solar system. That far moon is kind of taken away. They escape. Yeah. Are we
2: saying that, uh, Killy's crew is first contact or like basically, or just like
1: the biggest one that I'm seems to- so I'm gonna go with, it's for... not like, they definitely have space travel already, but, um, Killy the split is the first time that they see like these races from places beyond where they are like aware of. <laughs> where your blood comes from is where your space is. I
2: see the let break get duller. I'm not gonna spend my life being a color.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whatever
2: yeah. he said. It sounded like Victor was doing a bit from Michael Jackson. <laughs> <sighs> so Mala's cruise all humans.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. It's kind of like the big first contact. And that's something that always, uh, I always found, found as- uh, fascinating, not assinating <laughs> about, <laughs> about <it. laughs> alien contact is that there's no real kind of size like limitation. Usually their aliens are about the same. <laughs> like I think Uranus is the most fascinating planet. Yeah. Usually it's like a kind of a one to one ratio size of aliens, size of humans, but you can totally throw that out of whack with, with certain things. So yeah, a Mm. uh, giant alien spaceship could potentially have the ability to pull in moons and stuff like this.
2: There is the notion though, of like there being a certain size uh, that is optimal for sentient life. Oh yeah. Like something too small can't have too complex of a brain and something too large uh, can't, the different parts of the brain can't communicate. Fast enough now, with alien neurotransmitters, that could be different, but like for earthly life, like you know the big sauropod dinosaurs, like the big ones with the long necks, yeah, I knew a guy that discovered one of those, and he said that uh if it like stepped if you like pinched its tail, it would take a full like two seconds before it realized it,
0: huh, yeah, because of how the the nerves are.
2: Yeah, uh, nerves transmit impulses at a finite speed.
0: It's not like the speed of light. Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit more about uh, Mala and uh, how yeah. light... <laughs> so all these aliens are basically the size of people, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'm I'm thinking just their technology, their ships and stuff, could still be, like, massive. Oh, sure. Yeah.
2: Well, if they're, like, a bigger galactic empire, then they have more resources...
0: Yeah, they can be just about they anything.
2: Can, like harvest entire, they can harvest entire asteroid belts for metal.
0: Yeah, maybe that's uh, their goal—is to uh, harvest these, uh, to gather all these asteroid belts and convert them into material. Because we need more stuff for gigantic, ridiculous
2: spaceships and Death Stars and things. Why,
1: let's talk about why is Killy the Splid stealing
0: this moon? Uh, to sell, maybe to sell metal. it for all the resources that they farm on it or just to farm the resources and use the resources and to sell them. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. He could be like, you know, I... I'm your new
1: sheriff. Keep doing the work you're doing and then give me all the stuff. Huh? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> your payment is I don't shoot you in the face. Hmm.
0: Huh? Actually, I, 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 for some reason I was thinking earlier that, that Hallie could like, that she has to leave the farm and it's about getting the farm moon back. But in reality, that's, I like that idea a little bit better that he, He's actually sucked up her home, her where she lives, and says he comes to the town. He's like, "Yeah, uh, you you work for me now. You uh, all that all the stuff you're supposed to give to them, all you give them to me now."
1: Well, and the other cool thing about that is that gives her a reason to become sort of her own space outlaw, and like you with with uh, what's her name's help, like get up onto the ship and like outlaw style like cowboy her way to Killy and like steal control of her. Moon back
0: yeah uh, th- that's pretty cool, I think that is uh, teeth yeah, I think I, there has to be a l- but like I said before, it has to be a little more to, to Mala than we than we currently have mm. instead of just saying that she's a, a Han solo type, does she have like it uh, does she have a crew of people does she have more people that she's associated with? what powers does she have that she can um, help Hallie get her moon back?
2: I think she should be, like, a and d rogue where she just has, like, criminal contacts, but she works alone.
0: Ah, um, that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad. And, and perhaps Hallie is, like, basically one of her contacts. That's why she knows her. Yeah. As in...
2: Also, wait, are we setting this in uh, the soul system or, like, a different system? I like are we saying this is a firefly earth that was situation or is this just like our asteroid belt cuz it is still a space western as long as it's not we on could earth. call it
0: our own universe it's one of those things where it not not quite important if it's our asteroid belt it, other asteroid belts the plants function a totally different way so it, that
2: all right it just it would differentiate us from firefly but it's what i'm getting
0: at yeah we could call it a different one to get away from firefly uh, that all right. So um, yeah. Perhaps she's roguish. She's got kind of a a stealthy ship type thing. Well, actually, how how do we uh, what these kind of cowboy frontier rockets and other sp- space travel? How do you guys want to show that? How do you want them to appear? Do you want it to be like like mm. uh, like maybe <laughs> like a little horse sized type thing, where it's just a little tiny like a cattle train is, is all it's. That there is to it, or maybe a little bit, hmm. or, you know, a full-on, yeah, Firefly-style uh, cargo carrier.
2: I think, like, your Firefly or, like, Star Wars-type thing is probably the best. Maybe, like, not as big as the Serenity, but, like, a a shuttle.
0: A Serenity shuttle. Like, a, a little...
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Serenity of shuttles, yeah. I was thinking, like, halfway between something like that, or, like, the imperial shuttle from return of the jedi where it's like the four of them are just crammed in there
0: okay fly casual that's pretty <laughs> yeah that's pretty <laughs> good thinking okay so yeah it's like uh this little type of thing where it's <laughs> well the funny thing is, is oh but but uh but Killy's ship has got to be huge oh yeah it's it's I, i'm thinking deaths are sized i don't say deaths are shaped Mm. It could be. It could be the shape
2: of the ship doesn't really matter because something that large you would need to build in space.
0: Right. It could. Oh, it could have any shape is, you want. Essentially, it could look like an ant farm, like we... like when you when they pour the metal and and take it out of the earth. Hmm. That's. It could look like a galaxy. Which is crazy because, like,
2: you're in a galaxy. Mm. That's like a car that's shaped like a road. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Uh, quote, quote of the week for Andrew, it's <laughs> like a car that's shaped like a road.
1: <laughs> well, it's like the Rick and Morty where it's like, oh, you ever seen anything like that? <laughs> oh, no, you got me. That's, you know, that's pretty weird. I mean, no, no, it's, 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 beyond that. I mean, look, I mean, like, come on, Morty. I mean, why, why would, to, why would, why would toast people want to live inside like a giant toaster? Like, you know, like, or <laughs> he's like, uh, or no, actually Morty says that. And then he's like. No, no. The weirder part is, why do the cars also look like toasters? I mean, your car doesn't look like a miniature version of your house, does it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's good points. <laughs> All right. Oh man, uh, where's the? line? yeah. Hallie's brother and sister are are basically tagging along for this. You mentioned this earlier. Do they have any skills or abilities? Should they have any skills or abilities, or are they just liabilities? Uh, oh. one of them's gotta be... Which one's older? Uh, probably, uh, the the
2: dude. <laughs> Noel. Okay. Let's say he's a computer hacker. And, uh, the other one likes dinosaurs. No, no. Um.
0: <laughs> uh, Joe could be... Yeah, Joe's the the other one. Uh, nothing really, um, like, a little girl can have as skills.
2: Sure. It, yeah. Um...
0: That's a tough one victor anything on what uh we're talking about um hallie's little sister if she could have any abilities that could come into play any skills um she uh is
1: really good at whittling <laughs>
0: okay yeah that that's interesting,
1: okay I mean like um, scary good like just in like seconds she can make like an arrowhead or like uh can take I, like, I like
0: that because it's the two different uh, areas, the two different sides of the genre. One kid's like good at kind of tech stuff. The other one's good at like wood stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. could we give her like maybe some kind of like, uh, I don't want to say autism, but let's put her somewhere <laughs> vaguely on the spectrum so that we can get a little bit of a super, like a bit of a River Tam we situation could, going on with her. We could just say
0: she's really weird. Yeah, that's usually how, Ma- you know, that, that, that's how uh, older movies did it. She's she's just weird.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine. Not, yeah, yeah. That's,
0: that works, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great.
2: Nothing diagnosable, but not neurotypical. Mm. OK,
0: so, yeah, it's stuff about uh, how how Mala's is able to. She's like, all right, this is messed up that you're in this situation here. Let me let me help you out. Get you off here. And and Hallie wants to get her moon back. So, yeah, like oh, I'm moon of... back. Give me back my moon. <laughs> Yes, uh, a, a mission <laughs> aboard Killy's large ship to kind of t- to take him at to take a take out his crew, take out. That's no moon. It's your family. Get get her moon back. Uh, all right. So, what kind of stuff do we want to should they encounter on Killy's ship? Um, lots of okay.
1: stolen weird
0: stuff. Oh okay. Oh wait, if it's as
2: big as the Death Star, can we have the smaller ship fly into the bigger ship?
0: I mean, of course, they'll probably land in it, right? Yeah. Kind of like Spaceballs bit, actually. Okay. Yeah, that can happen. I'm just just thinking, like, what what are we doing once we get inside? Yeah, a bunch of kind of weird, like, maybe he's a bit of a collector of, oh, you could say that, yes or no, but different, they're basically, uh, it sounds to me like Kelly has gone across, like, the galaxy. Like, getting various resources and from all different worlds. So, it's kind of, he's got relics of all these worlds that he's more or less conquered or gathered resources from, right? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, like, oh, he's, he's a, he's a, a he's a places? cowboy outlaw. They're, they're, motivi- they're usually motivated pretty much just by, like, I want money or notoriety or power. Um, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if he would be, like, a conqueror, but he would just be, like, he, like, he just wants to steal stuff and go sell it and whatever and, and just...
2: Yeah, I think he would be a conqueror, but he wouldn't see himself that way. Like, if you step on an anthill, you don't think of yourself as, like, Oppenheimer.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I
2: guess. Um,
1: in Maybe a way. I,
0: yeah, um, perhaps the, his big collection is basically things he hasn't found the right seller for yet he yeah. knows he can get a good, good deal on it. <laughs> Someone's gonna think this is really great. I just let me know if Real Power wants a magazine or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, you got it. All right, cool stuff. <laughs> okay, I, I once. No, oh well, that's a little. It, we don't have, know exactly all the powers that these guys have, and it's not. It's not exactly like a superhero heist or anything like that. So I
1: I don't can, I don't I don't want this to be like like I don't want people to have powers. It's still just like guns. Yeah, it's
0: gunslinging and just very kind of regular people. Yeah. I
1: mean weird yeah. looking people, but like no powers.
0: Oh, right. Uh think of um our original western how like how that uh, accumulated as just kind of a big shootout and on like a what a, a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, let's say nothing that hasn't
2: evolved on Earth in terms of powers because I don't want them to just be like just weird shaped people. Like
0: well, well I, I think uh, we covered it pretty well earlier when we're like all right, these are all anatomically weird aliens, but they kind of have more or less the same degree of technology.
2: Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's yeah kinda it's kind de- of.
0: But they all have dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this is 5E, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except the, except for the humans, which yeah. really sucks if they turn off the lights. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to make a variant human sub race that is like Darkseer.
1: <laughs> you can see And they have the like dark. superior dark vision.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably get away with just making a feat that ha- includes dark vision. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you... live in yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah, well, that's been our D and D podcast. Uh,
0: John R- R- roll, John R- roll, John R- roll. <laughs> that's that's a really ugly name. John R- roll, <laughs> John roll, Dungeon holder. Bot. I Feel like that's pretty
1: pretty much our best bet. Ooh, Dungeon Bot. Uh,
2: Are we gonna make a D and D spinoff podcast called Dungeon Bot? I mean, we could. All right, cool. Everybody roll it. Oh, geez.
0: hold on. I don't have any dice near me. 15. Uh, Just make up a number. Make up a
1: number between 1 and 20. Uh, Victor, what do you get? I got a 15. Here, I got you. Hey, Google. Got a a 16. Roll a d20. All right. It's a 2. Oh, darn, Adam. I rolled an 8. Okay, so Victor, you go first. (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to use my action to suggest that we talk about our third act.
2: Uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> what am I rolling against?
0: You, you uh, can do... it DC of one. I, I, ch- I choose to, to lose the, the save. And let's talk about the third act. <laughs> uh, I have legendary resistance. So. All right. All right, yeah, third act. Okay, uh, so, right. I imagine it accumulates to them getting on the ship and then eventually having a kind of square-off, almost, perhaps even a conversation <laughs> with Killy. They have a square-off. <laughs> What what if what if Killy um uh, th- this happened in uh the Magnificent Seven Killy captures them but he's not like the killer type. <laughs> 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 he, he's not gonna sh- shoot them in cold blood. It's like or... I'm just good at stealing. I never had to kill nobody.
1: Yeah. Killy's just so, a name so... where I come from. Like you know, like Earth names like Joe and Bob and you know where I come from. I'm <laughs> Killy. <laughs>
2: yeah so so it, like you have people named rob they're not all thieves
0: <laughs> <laughs> how presumptuous nice. so yeah it, and he says something like yeah leave your leave, leave your weapons and go back to the farm i'm not gonna kill you when you can make me money <laughs> nice yeah uh, that's a that's colonialism a good characterization good motive and there. then uh all right wait, and then uh mala just 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 kicks his ass just like beats him up <laughs> barehanded <laughs> she she drops her gun then just kind of you know clocks him starts hand to hand in him which is which in retrospect that's really funny to just see a lady just punch a baby he's <laughs>
1: not a baby
0: he just looks like a child he, he looks just a toddler just, <laughs> just like lay him out flat <laughs> we're not getting fruity pebbles god <laughs> oh yeah so that can't just be our
2: third act like something's gotta go down besides that
0: yeah uh okay i'm t- thinking some type of shootout type bits where they have an ultimatum like that and then oh bam the action kicks off you know all these weird aliens firing in their weird ways and oh. well sorry what? go ahead I, I i had an idea yeah. but I'll, I'll wait till you're that, that's that's all i had
1: i, oh. I was just setting um... up. What if they steal the the moon back and they start driving back to where they were, but then realize they have no idea how any of this works or like what's going on. And then it turns out that uh, they get contacted by like their own government and they're considered like the outlaws, like you know, bring the planet back immediately. And uh, it could kind of end on like a weird little twist where now they're on the run because their government thinks that they stole their moon. And, um, maybe we can plant the seed earlier in the story that they're actually sort of oppressed there. Like they, they work really hard and they don't get paid much or whatever. And maybe in the end they decide, well, Killy the Split was a jerk, but I mean, now that we have his ship and we have our own home, like with us, maybe we can find a better home for ourselves out in the stars.
0: Uh, so you want them to take, like, the whole ship? <laughs> they just take it. Yep, just come it. The whole, like, Death Star ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too far, like, a farmer. I
1: don't, I, don't know, I mean, like, I, I heard you guys say that, but I still just kind of don't picture it that way. Like, did, you, did any of you see the episode of Invader Zim where those two dudes steal the entire planet Earth?
0: No, I, I didn't.
1: It's like, it's just like That's, this one yeah. little cruiser that has just, like, this huge... Just thing attached to the back of it because it's space. I mean, like it, like weight is nothing. So it it drag it just drags this entire planet with it. I don't know. Huh. I, I realize it's okay. comical, but this is kind of this kind of has a comical vibe.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, uh, something that I was thinking is that all right. Maybe instead of we're doing like the whole gravitational pull of a new big thing takes the moon away, it could be something like uh, you know, invade. Like these, these aliens drop down and they attach like kind of their own controlled rockets to the to the asteroid, then pull it away from the, you know push instead of pulling it away from the system, push it away from the system into where like they're kind of they're keeping these planets. Mm. So it could be the type of thing where it's like, yeah, they, they trump Kelly the, the split. and uh, and now they have, but now they have their moon back, and they also have control of it. They can also now redirect it. It's not just floating away. Hmm. floating of its own accord, now they have the ability to travel with their own home. Their home is on the go. Mobile home. Yeah, mobile home. Yep. It's
2: not bad. I wonder if there's a way to, if the asteroid is small enough to fit
0: in the spaceship. Uh, It's possible, or maybe like the spaceship has like a chain of different resource planets, and the asteroid joins it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe less of a chain could be like a whole, like you could say, kind of like a galaxy, kind of like a a bunch of, you know, these asteroids, different planets revolving around one ship. Okay. And what
2: if the ship's engine kind of functions as the sun then?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. And in order to defeat Killy, they fly into the sun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They have to kill the star.
1: That, that's is, a reference this, to
0: our space opera sequel.
1: <laughs> oh my! I just okay. I just remembered now.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Something like that. And I like our I space think, opera thing. That, that, that's a cool world. Let's finish it sometime.
1: Oh, good idea.
0: Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, yeah yeah we'll do a trilogy. Something about um them I guess shutting off Killy's ship ship so them all these kind of basically they're basically slave planets and. Sl- of different other farmers that they've picked up are now all kind of free to go. Right? But where will they go? That, that's a wonderful open-ended question for a Western.
2: Maybe some of them will stay on this ship because it seems like there's not too much of a crew going on. It's just like Mala and uh, Hallie and and two kids.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe they found a new home here as neighbors. Or maybe they'll join the government. or maybe they'll just kind of find their paint their own path.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh.
0: I'm 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 satisfied with that. What do you guys uh, think?
1: I mean, it, it works for me. I mean, it's uh, stories like this are always kind of messy, and it, it, it it's not it's not like it's not a story that requires a lot of like depth. You know, I yeah, feel like this it, would it, it, this this one's more about like the creativity and like the the writing like scene for scene. Like this is the kind of movie where it's like you want to have good dialogue and you know what I mean like and and that would be all there is to it really.
0: Yeah, uh it's a very su- it's a very good basic skeleton that we have going on here. If it was really good like on the inside too then it could be a yeah, a classic. All right, that that's awesome. Hey. All right, so let's let's name this sucker with the 5 minute limit. The part of the show where we name uh, the movie that we came up with in 5 minutes or less. Starting now. Uh, Space Cowboy, just start very simple. Already a movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kazam.
2: Uh, hmm.
1: You know, I think we Cowboys got it. and Aliens. Thanks oh, there's uh, okay. there's the big old yonder. <laughs> big old
0: yonder. No, that's okay. That's too folksy. We can't use that. You you'll get anyone's attention. That'd be a good sequel name. Look,
1: Victor. We need that city folk money. All right. <laughs> what if that was like the tagline? So it's like something. The big old yonder. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> uh, escape right. to the big old yonder. Um, yeah. Uh, moon watch. <laughs> I mean. Uh, Killy the split. Um, moon ca- Mooncatcher. Hmm. Well, I like. Uh, I like moon something so okay. If there's moon any armor. if there's
1: any chance of this having a sequel then it needs to be something that's focused more on our main characters. So maybe oh, Moon Runners.
0: Huh. I uh, I was about to say kind, I was, kind of I was about to say Moonraker, but that's a thing. Moon, so Moon Runners <laughs> is pretty cool.
1: Moon Runners, two words cuz like that
0: kind of yeah. That kind of makes sense. Oh. Uh, well, I'll, I'll disagree with you with that. We should sh- shove them together.
1: Well, no, because like they, cause that's what they can. Oh my god, that's what they can call um, the operation that Killy the Split does with his. Like they, they're Moon Runners. Like they, they, they capture they capture he, moons. He's a moon they, they capture moons and then he, just try to.
0: He's a Moon Runner. He runs. Well, he moons. tries to
1: just get away before anyone like catches him yeah. with that moon.
0: You're right, Andrew. It's a double meaning. He takes the he runs with the moons and he runs the moons like a, as a sheriff.
1: Yeah, that's
0: yeah, actually that's not bad. Yeah, all right. Modern hey, runners.
1: I'm two for two this season.
0: Hey, uh you, you are you get most of them. <laughs> I all like right. titles. So, <laughs> if you enjoyed this and want to hear more, go to iTunes and find us there, GenreBots. We're also I have our own website, tinyurl.com/genrebots. There's cool little write-ups with all the episodes. And you can uh, also find us on Spreaker and Stitcher. And uh, let's see. Uh, send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. Your feedback is always appreciated. Coming next week to John Robots is Andrew's genre.
2: Ta-da-da. We're also on Twitter and Facebook at John Robot Podcast and just
0: John Robot. Yep. Uh it's a it's a Facebook Twitter movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, get ready for the
2: Social
1: Network 3, uh, the one with dinosaurs in Andrew, it. Andrew, I'm legitimately excited to hear what your choice is for this next episode. All right, fine.
2: Uh, normally we do movies, but this time it's still a self-contained story, but I wanted to move into TV a little. Okay. In what sense? So, uh, we're doing a sitcom pilot. A sitcom um, pilot?
0: Yeah, the pilot as in the yeah, first so episode. that's the pilot episode. I I know what. It yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you you, you act like you, like you didn't.
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying like, never mind. But okay, um, that's interesting. I'm willing to. Okay, um, I'm willing to try it. Um, I feel like instead of just pitching the pilot, we're gonna have to also pitch like what is the show.
2: Right, right. That's why. Well, do, do you want to make like it a final pilot? Would be like twenty one minutes. So, and our podcast is an hour. So that's where the extra time comes. Do in. Do you
0: want to make it a little more specific? Like, say a, a family sitcom or a uh, like a you know a prime time sitcom. Um,
2: um. Well, let's make the distinction between single camera and multi. Actually, no.
1: We should do that. No, yeah. Afterwards. I think it's better to just kind of roll with whatever we come up with because I feel like that's the whole thing about sitcoms is that you need to be original. So whatever we end up whatever characters we come up with we'll make it work
0: okay uh yeah, yeah I, I guess i'm just comparing it to like say when we did a, the apocalypse movie which sounded like the setup of a, a sitcom if you if we well i organize the format a little bit i think the the one thing about it is that
1: we we have to stay somewhat grounded like sitcoms are usually just like people you know <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. there's
2: not a lot of, like, sci-fi or fantasy sitcoms.
0: You're right. It can't can't have kind of big story stuff. It's all a little story, so. Yeah. They're normally not
2: genre pieces, but they will be genre bots next week. Okay. All right.
0: Tune in for a a sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) da 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 -da. All
1: right. Thanks for listening. Yee-haw. Pachu 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 pachu. Oh wait no,
2: why,
0: why am I saying these are lasers He robbed from the rich and he gave to the poor stood up to the man and he gave him what poor I love for him now.
1: the mudders' backs breaking
0: and he saw the mudders lament and he saw that magistrate taking every dollar and leaving five cents he said you can't do that
1: to my people you can't crush them under your
0: heels to Jean strapped on his hat and in five seconds flat Stole everything Boss Higgins had to steal He robbed from the rich And he gave to the poor Stood up to the man And he gave him what for. Our love for him now Ain't hard to explain The hero of Canton the And they call Jane. The now here is what separates me Heroes from common folk like you and I. And the man they called Jane he turned round his plane and let that money hit sky. He dropped it onto our houses, he dropped it into our yard, and the man they called Jane he turned round his plane and headed out for the stars. Robbed from the rich and he gave
2: to the The poor Stood up to the man and he gave him what for Our love for him now ain't hard to explain The hero of Panton,
1: the man they call